August 27, 2023. It's a lot for Pedro Show.
da dit, da 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 for Pedro show happy Thursday started with walking this is Miles Davis with John Coltrane the last tour right in Europe live at the Olympia Theater March 21 1960 uh, maybe he got booed when he did bye bye Blackbird I think I was reading that I just finished my 10th book on this guy uh, God and Hackney after that from their new album an American email. So we'll learn about what that's concerned. Because I got, because of those Skype inventors in Estonia. Well, we're missing the drummer man. But all the rest of the God and Hackney's here. Welcome aboard, gentlemen, once again. Thank Hi. you. Absolutely. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already losing you guys. Uh, okay, uh... Tell me about this new record. I mean, but, uh, last time you guys were on the show, you told me you were going to make a record. This is the one, right? This yeah. Is okay. Enlighten me, please. Okay, so our new album is, is called The World in Air Quotes. And, um, yeah, it's uh, we just made it straight out the back of the previous album, Small Country Eclipse, which that album had taken about seven years to make because we kind of came to fruition with it kind of late on and then we just kept the the kind of momentum going with this one i think um yeah, yeah because it wasn't we, seven we, we years it. it wasn't seven years <laughs> since you were last on the show no no so this has taken like two i guess probably a year or two right two years probably yeah i, I think and besides with, taking uh, longer it, and besides taking longer or shorter what am i saying fuck me <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. That wasn't that was a flirt. I'm not flirting with you guys. No, <laughs> what I'm wondering is what changed besides taking a shorter time to make it. Well, the pandemic was a big thing because we started making it when we when none of us could be in the same room as each other. So that kind of changed part of the dynamic of how we were working. You know, we're having to record remotely and in isolation and sharing um, sharing files, uh, you know, long distance. So that sort of changed the speed. It sort of slowed things down in a way and sped things up in other ways. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I also I think that Nat's songwriting kind kind of just hit, hit a really great streak with this album. I mean, that's what that's what I perceived anyway. And uh, I can time it exactly because when we were last speaking to you, Mike. Yeah, um, exactly the same place. I did a bunch of the vocals which were on this album, like in, when I was living in Dusseldorf for a bit. So I mean, I know that, and yeah, that, that's exactly when we were doing it. And and that songwriting in this particular album is just off the charts, in my humble opinion. You know, and kind of that that kind of that that we, that was the momentum really from my perspective. So that's how, because I heard the comment, it kind of sped it up, it kind of slowed it down. You're saying that's how it kind of, what? Because more focus. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I say, yeah. 
I think so. More focus, being in, just being in in it, being inside it. There being momentum, getting more confident with writing songs, and I think this thing about like working together, being in a rhythm of working together when you're kind of working remotely, it kind of allows for different speeds, right? Like, I mean, I might need a certain be, need a certain tempo in in my writing, and it kind of and then. Ashley could come in at you know like at the end and do, he did all the drumming in two sesh two days less than two days you know at, in Brighton at, in Brighton because he's so fast and he gels it all together and he kind of makes it all work so I don't know it feels like there's a dynamism there that means you can kind of you can work to, in your best way you don't have to all be on exactly the same like sync or something does that make sense like you don't have to all be locked in well you ain't gotta be in the same moment but let let me get this straight the drums came last yeah it's really unusual isn't it well (laughs) let me say this my experience learning about cats who made one man band records like uh stevie wonder prince or dave Grohl, they always started with the drums yeah of course they were the ones well of course they 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 were the ones that were fucking playing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I think like the idea is, you know, that you build it out from the rhythm section, right? Like that's and 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 you know that works. And I think that and and there are there is you know the track Interstate Five on the album that's actually improvised those drums while we were just hanging out, and then I I built the the, the music around that, you know, like that's that's the other way around. But for the most part, he's he's coming last with it, and I think he's he's kind of unique in being able to. Put it together. Uh, I'll tell you an after fact drum job that'll fucking blow your mind. You know that trippy ass movie that fucking Elvin Jones is a gunslinger, Zachariah or some shit? Early 70s? Um, No, I don't know. Yeah, he comes in there. The fucking James gang are playing in the saloon. He he comes in there to have a gunfight, you know, and then he gets on the drum set. Well, they fucked up the audio. Get this. They fuck up the audio when they were making the movie. It's Econo movie. So they can't shoot it again. They get fucking Earl Palmer to watch Elvin and fucking redo the audio. What? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that's why I was saying Larry Mullins turned me on. It's such a trip. Go check it out. You can YouTube. Don't have the whole movie, but it's got that section. And okay, you can tell there's some certain things. I mean, can you believe an Elvin Jones solo? You're going to fucking. Well, for one thing, you got to script the whole thing kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's a trip. But look, think about this. Frank Morgan in The Wizard of Oz, he tells uh, Judy Garland, Dorothy, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. He is the motherfucker behind the curtain. So at the end of the day, when people are hearing the God and Hackney album, second album, how do they know how it was made? You know, it's sort of like sausage, right? You're hoping not too many lips and assholes. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna play another tune from the. Re- yeah, I know. Like I'm asking for an answer, right? That's a can we, can, little bit a, of hyperbole a, there. L- let me uh, put on. <laughs> you think about it. I'm gonna put on Philip. Maybe this is for Prince Philip. <laughs> I am an affliction for the ages. I am an anxiety. 
of lumber Newtown Beat the crowds Newtown Kittens discover That the birds Scrape the ground Even the loneliest old ladies Get social calls Where they dine And talk about Their savior and the grassroots effort to incorporate Alexei, a smiling mayor. Newtown, Americana, Newtown, rookie police. are wanted for the local employees and a little bitty baby draws a nice clean breath from over his beaming mama's shoulder he's staring at the worldly wonders that stretch just as far as he can see but he'll stop staring when he's old
For Pedro Show, that chunk of music start off brand new God and Hackney with Philip. Then we had brand new from Agriculture with special guest Patrick Shiroshi on the sax here. Look, part one. The Chunks. Bass player wants me to let everybody know he's from Scotland because I fucked up and said England once. Sorry. I can't remember his name though. Well, sorry, he's a Scottish bass player. That's good enough. Uh, Basie, right? That's what you call him. <laughs> I get called. The Failed Flaneur, little French here, right? Not flannel, but flaneur. Uh, Cod Odell. Uh, now, this guy's from England, and he plays banjo. A flickering Weimar Republic rag. <laughs> but it's, well, you know what Sly Stone said? It ain't where you're from. It's where you're at. Drift Institute after that. Experienced drivers. Call them dire. Brand new. With damn loop. Of course, it'd be in English. There's a B at the end of damn there. Because <laughs> it just has to be, right? Uh, Arabia uh, Sadada, brand new out of Milano with Guiana. Uh, Giuseppe's got this whole record with uh, South American country names. Above the Tree, this is a Verona cat uh, who's got big connects with Barcelona. Build Your Heaven, Pitch 5, 6, Above the Tree is named the project. Interesting headgear this guy performs with. Vic Chestnut, great voice, Newtown. I didn't know John Freeze recorded with him. We just lost him a couple of months ago. And finally, God and Hackney, in this room. So tell me about this tune. Let's go back to the beginning. American email. I mean, what was the process? Like, I was asking you for differences between the last record. What about, well, you gave me a little preview of there that when Ashley came and actually started one of the tunes instead of finished most of them. But yeah. what was the process? Was it was it different besides the situation with uh, yeah, people in the same cog sack or different chambers? Uh, what would usually happen is one of us would begin a, you know, uh, begin with an idea and sort of build out a sketch and then share it with the others and see what kind of came back. And then sometimes sometimes the tracks would come together really, really quickly and it just sort of slotted together really easily. And then others, you know, we just like, they felt kind of stuck and a bit like they were grinding slowly. And so we put them on the shelf and then come back, you know, six months later to, to work on them with a different kind of mindset. And, you know, they, they sort of evolved slowly. You yeah, know, they, well, evolved. Maybe they had to ferment, you know that, that right? It? Ferment. There's something about shit rotten. That's positive. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, you, so, you can go too far and it's it's gone. But there's something about things kind of rotten, right? A little bit kimchi and I think fucking it, sauerkraut, it shit like that. And also gut bugs, right? They outnumber you by the time you're 30. Yeah. 
Get into that shit. I mean, they're living on your fucking skin, too. And without the shit, you get sicker than a dog. So tell me, enlighten me about this American email, too. So that, I I did that um, at home one day. I was really, I've been really digging over. I remember at that time, I was really digging this recording of Terry Riley playing with Don Cherry. Oh, much respect. I was Terry thinking Riley. about these sort of like looping organ things. And I wrote this kind of long organ piece, I suppose, which I recorded. And then, I don't know, I just had an idea that I wanted to, I just found some weird old clip of um, an old British TV science program called Tomorrow's World where they were demonstrating someone being able to speak to a computer and give it commands. But this is like 1967, 68. And I just really loved the way they were so sort of formal and um, uh, stiff sounding and the layering that over the top of the, the kind of the organ type thing. I don't know, it just all felt, felt right to me. But as for the title, American Email, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm British and living in America or something like that. The, well, the, the combination of place and home and all of that occurred to me. Well, try, maybe, to, try to make this um, clear for me. Do you inform your colleagues with this kind of background stuff or you just give it as, as music? Just give it as music. Okay. So, yeah. so this for my benefit. So they're just going to respond to like like the demo. Would you say it was a yeah. demo or was it parts? It was a demo. Okay. Yeah. And so then they bring in their own thing, and they ain't been polluted with your fucking concepts or something. Absolutely, yeah. no pollution of my stupid yeah. ideas. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the title probably comes last. Very yeah. much last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely the last thing. Well, I ask that because with what I always have to have it first because I don't know what the fuck I got no anchor, no focus. But hardly anybody. <laughs> I ask almost all my guests about that on the show, and hardly anybody does that. It's usually last, and then some cats. Well, it depends, you know. Okay. Some, what what about some, Philip? Some just have a list, you know. Just have a list on the wall of like things sometimes, or have like, a tr or have a trove. Yeah, right, that you can yeah, always like reach for weird things right, or like right. interest. Yeah. She wants to do any fucking thing on demand. So, what about Philip? Uh, that's interesting because um, that was a, a world event, which. And just, we we are always in communication, like daily. And it's like, um, so 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 Prince Philip dies, and then we said, sort of, well, he didn't really die of what he died of, he died of something else. So we were just fucking with that idea that he he actually was not killed by what killed him. And then I was <laughs> I was walking around the Vine a lot at that time, around the time we last spoke as a band to you, Mike. Yeah, and um, and uh, and I just you know I'm pretty sure we all have that. You're walking and you kind of something rhythmical happens. You're like, what killed him was not what killed him. What killed him was not what tipped him over the edge was not what killed him. And that and that it's basically that's the track. And then there were some other bits that 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 Nat, I think it was Nat, or it could have been Dan. That you guys can tell me. I can't remember who. Um, and this, this idea that he was in Saint Tropez, yeah, having a bit of a shit time. <laughs> and um, and so we kind of build it out of that. And then that was the sort of the lyrical aspect. And then. Musically, I think that Nat and I were, God, I can't even remember how that came together, but we had some kind of more industrial sort of loop, and then we kind of pushed it from there. I, I, I actually yeah. can't remember how it happened. I was just right? playing around with an Oberheim, I think. It's like some Oberheim synth that's doing the sounds. But there's this thing in England, um, like, like that people would be excited that if they reached 100 years old, they'd get a letter from the Queen, right? And yeah. Prince, Prince Philip, her husband, didn't quite make it to a hundred. So there's no. something riffing on that in the lyrics. Like my yeah. wife sends the letter. I want to receive the letter. Whoa. I am a giver. I'm a receiver. You know, you know about Karen Reckie? 
No, what's that? Cam Reckie's in, well, that's in Japan, but they got it in Korea and China, too. At 60, that's your second birth. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it ain't all over. It's like, yeah, it's like here, round two. Look, wow. we're at the end of the first round here. <laughs> April 27, 2023 edition. Yeah, some cat brought me this whole fucking costume you're supposed to wear. My 60B day. Uh, <laughs> April 27, 2023, special guest, God Hackney. Whole time for hour two. April 27, 2027, it's the second hour. Watch from Pedro Show. No. 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 Nine. Yet. No. Nine, nine, nine. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain, and I smell the aroma of Christ. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain, and I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain, and I smell the aroma of Christ. There's a non-zero number of people in the room. There's a non-zero number, there's a non-zero number, there's a non-zero number of people in the room. There's the sound of an abundance of rain, and I hear the sound of victory. The sound of an abundance of rain. I hear the sound of victory. There's a non-zero number. There's a non-zero number. There's a non-zero number of people in the room.
Watch for Pedro's show. Start off the second hour. God hacked me with non-zero number. Whoa. Think about that. All, like Roman, right? Try to fucking multiply and divide Roman numerals. What a bunch of bullshit. It's like sp- spelling words. I mean, I don't know how they built that shit with that fucked up math. Anyway, Eugene Ch- Chadbourne after that with dedication to Floyd Sneed, born in Calgary. Cats ever been to Calgary? It's in the middle of the prairie, Alberta. Man, it's bleak. It's like in a bowl. Uh, no, it's an oasis in a lot of bleak. You come out of the, they got really beautiful uh, Rockies in Canada. And you come out of a town called Bramph. <laughs> yeah, with, it's sort of like that dam huh, with the B at the end. And uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Balk after that with Albatross, Bombus Prendon, Semi-Detached. You know about these cats? 
about seven, eight gigs, but they've recorded five or six thousand songs in their forty year history. Mm. Yeah. Maybe wow. yeah. Something to think about for the God and Hackney. Bajan Bajan boy, this is AJ living in the Netherlands, but uh, with his roots from his family's people. Uh Elaine's Conk and then the God and Hackney with Red Star. So non zero number. Mm. That yeah, um, you getting all that, Einstein that, on us or what? That started with that. It was a it was a Trump thing, wasn't it? it was like the, the the press the press office talking about there being a non-zero number of people in the room, right? Danny, can you remember that? What that yeah, was? One of those horrible sort of like you know Orwellian language things that the 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 government was saying. You know they were denying that. Denying they'd done something, but saying there was definitely a non-zero number of people in the room, and it just seemed such like a weird concept that we, you know, and a good phrase for a song that we just sort of stole it from there. And then Andy, you took you took the lyrics from there, didn't you? Well, so, yeah, I think I, I think I some it, language, I, I think some language, you know, in our our shared language, the Queen's language, uh, are kind of placeholders. It's like treading mm. water, like Tony Blair. I mean, I don't want to talk about that clown that got thrown out and is trying to get back in. But Tony Blair used to say this shit like, as it were. I mean, what the fuck's that mean? Yes, <laughs> that's, a, that's a Stalin yeah. ca- tactic, right? It's like when the te- yeah, yeah. you've fallen asleep in class and the teacher calls on you. Oh, no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. yeah but what was, yeah. As it yeah, were, as really, it yeah. were, as it were, as it were. Okay. Quite revealing, aren't they? These little ticks and things, you know. Right, like, right. There's a kind of a discomfort in a way, you know, like a, maybe, I think. But it planted yeah. a seed in the fucking conceiving part of the God and Hackney, uh, yeah, tune engineering department. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was like, and then it kind of, and that was a track that would like we recorded that, and and Andy did all the vocals, the you know, I smell the aroma of Christ and all that. Yeah, and we did a we did a version of it with just the kind of sample, it didn't have the drums on, and then actually put those like almost like Sabbath style kind of drums, you know, this heavy Bill rock. Ward. Kind of Bill stuff. Ward. And suddenly it became like this kind of doom rock track, which I hadn't even heard in it. Like, although all the mel- all the melodic, all the music was there, but I, I hadn't perceived it. And he kind of heard that, put those drums down, and then I added the extra distorted bass to it just to give it that extra kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, but here, I'll yeah. give you a hint. Music is music, so fuck that genre shit. No, seriously. You fucking woke I mean, up well, to it because the shit is fake. It's fucking gulag and Berlin walls and all that shit. I mean, I hope that's clear across the. You know, this is. I don't think this album can be placed. You know, I mean, I hope not. Like, I don't. Well, let me ask you this: Before Ashley brought those drums, was there click track? Uh, It was just. Yeah, there's. There's usually we usually because there's an electronic aspects to this stuff. There's usually a click. We usually have a click. I I mean, it just. But it wasn't like a click. It's like it. That was just a kind of electronic rhythmic element. I don't remember ever using a click. It was like a loop. Almost like a dance music, more approachable, something like that, you know. More of a motif, music. like an ostinato or something. Yeah, yeah like, something like that. Like, it was a, there was a kind of it was a slightly quite again it was quite a heavy synth sort of drone thing, and 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 that that was kind of looping. So that was the rhythmic element, and then we had those kind of um, the kind of coil ish kind of trumpet thing, and that kind of that's when it started. Coil, you mean like Sleazy's band? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Sleazy, like Sleazy. That was a great. That, that he made some. Him and his partner, man, they made some good shit. 
Amazing. You know who's in Bangkok we, now? We love that. You know who's in Thailand? Speaking of sleazy, because I know he passed, passed away there. Ta that's where Taft Falco's living. Here, you really? guys, yeah, I wouldn't shit you. Uh, you know, <laughs> Arkansas guy, that's where you end up, you know. Thailand. Uh, Frozen Western. I want to play. Please.
for Pedro show that chunk of music started with the guy to Hackney doing a frozen western and then we had cities and desires and Zobaida this is from Italio Calvino's Invisible Cities the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featuring the underworld no underwood piano harlequin tent scrapers papers with pig lorcus <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Samuel Locke Ward out of Iowa City with grocery store. We got a record coming out that one of the dead milkmen played the drums. Yeah, I've, I've I think made three records now. I, I know about uh, making re- you know. I, Actually, I go back to the Dose days in the 80s. That first Dose record, we traded four-track four cassettes through the mail. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, finally, The God Hackney, Broken Pets. This is interesting. Tell me, tell me about Broken Pets. <clears throat> That's a, it's like a, it goes, it's about this really vivid memory of taking acid as a 14 or 15-year-old and losing my friends and, and trying to kind of, in a way, this moment of like f- feeling almost um, in a kind of moment of teenage arrogance, you know, when you feel like you almost like superhuman, you know, you've not really kind of you're in a, still in a bit of a bubble, right? Like it was kind of trying to access that place through the through the lyrics in this song, through trying to get inside that back into that world. That's what that that song is like. And again, you didn't inform your colleagues, right? Or or, or yeah. after the fact. So, what oh, what you get? What you other guys over. think when you got this? Did you pick up exactly. on that shit? Um, well, Ashley did because he knew the people. You know, like some of the people. Like there's a line in it. You know, jump. Uh, speaking in heavenly flame and jumping from the bypass, which is like a a friend of ours who had this kind of um after he took acid this one time, ended up having a kind of psychotic episode and becoming a kind of, for a couple of years, went totally evangelical and was doing this whole speaking in tongues stuff. But then he came out of it, he got a PhD in music. He's like an amazing musician. But So there are, there are things in it that, that, that Ashley experienced. You know what that's see. proof of to me? That's proof that that's life that. is definitely a fucking journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know about cats the same shit both ways, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's a trip about that, about that, and Frozen Western. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that um that was another one where, uh, you know, I was just fooling around at home with some um like a little sample that I had of like some uh, uh some of the sounds of the trains underground in London. Um, and I was just sort of turning them into a rhythm pattern and it just sort of came out from there, just kind of goofing around. Um, and it, uh, and then again, like, you know, Ashley and Nathaniel took it somewhere else with these sort of acoustic guitar parts and, um, Ashley's really sort of amazing drumming on there. That felt really intuitive making that. I can't, I can't, you know, that, that just felt like it came from, I didn't have any kind of great concept for it or anything like that. I just quite liked the idea of building this building the rhythm section up, you know, just using these sort of these found collaged sounds from, from, uh, back home. Yeah. That's interesting. I think I want to say as well, that like the words and things where they are them, they're, they're coming out in the studio live as well. They're not like a lot of the time they're not sit. We're not, not sitting around crafting this, you know, it's kind of things flowing, flowing out quite, quite, quite kind of easily, not easily. They're just coming out. So, it's. I, I just want to say that in relation to. Yeah, I was uh, I, going back to broken pets. You know, I didn't know any of the people that Nathaniel was singing about in that song, but it kind of had a really soulful feel to me. And so, you know, when when he sent me that track, and I was thinking, God, what could I do on it? I just sort of started playing around with the bass a bit, and just was thinking about like, you know, what would it be like to like have like an almost sort of really old old school sixties 
you know, soul Motown bass line on this. Not that I can play that. No, well, no, but so. look, that's exactly, you, know, you read my, deal. you read my fucking mind because James Jamerson always wanted to hear the singer. He said, I can't, uh-huh. you know, you know, of course, Pistol Pete or fucking Benny Benjamin, but fucking the singer. So mm. even though he don't know where the words are coming from, he still wanted to play to the singing. So, yeah. Brother Dan, I yeah. think you were on the right track. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. April 27, 2023, Dishwap Show special guests, God and Hackney. Hold tight for hour three. April 27, 2023, it's third hour. Watch for Pedro's show. objects on a table in front of you all the facts you confused with your life moving past you in conveyance for the last time reach for the words reach for the point in time You showered with love Move towards you Now broken and hollow All the people In whom you placed trust Dance at you now Risen above All the points You articulated Given form Against your form It's a hit squad
hole at the bottom of the ocean. There's a hole at the bottom of the ocean floor. There's a hole at the bottom of the ocean. At the bottom of the hole is a door.
Watch for Pedro's oh. show. Starts the third hour off with God Hackney off their new album. This is Heaven in Black Water. Maxine Funka from her new record. Afterwards is the name of the tune. Damon Smith, uh, Rob, tell him Bob Moses duo with uh, the bluish wavelet tosses. He gave me a whole bunch of tunes, but I thought with you guys, you know, where you come from, toss, a, a song with toss in the title is the way to go. <laughs> Thanks, <mate. laughs> It's just such an intense. When I first heard that, you know, the, the way you use it as a noun, you call a dude a toss. Yeah, or tosser, or, or, yeah, or yeah, just yeah. toss. I mean, tosser. You know, it's like the sh- uh, schlemiel and the schlemizel, right? The, the bad luck to have the soup spilled on, but the guy who spills the soup on you, you know. All right. <laughs> so different layers, right? Nuanced, you know. Bondo after that with instrument, and then the God and the Hackney with Bardo. There's a band out of Philly called Bardo Pond. Yeah. Any kind of connect? Right no, now. just uh, coincidence. But it's the same Bardo. It's the same Bardo, like not as in not Brigitte. You know, like the 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 uh, the, the space in between life and death is the is the thing there. Okay. That's this from the Tibetan Book of the Dead, right? I think. Yeah, Bardo, yeah, yeah. Right. Not Bridget Bardo. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, so who? Look, I don't want to get into any progenitor issues here, but like, do they all start with some brainstorm lyric thing? No, the lyrics almost always come from Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah, but it sounds like it was like the first kind of you know, the kindling, you know, the little starter. There's a the, it's I, most of the time the lyrics are, are, are responding to the first iterations of the music in some way you know they just pop up okay when, for, when, as the music. okay for example bardo yeah yeah so bardo like the the i think that started with the with the with the rhythms with the drums and the and the and the heavy like uh bass synth bass and stuff like like and you get these files in the email right because you're not in the same room and stuff so you get these files exactly so it starts with that and then like the uh so uh, Ashley whole, was whole, involved. Whole. Ashley was involved uh, at the beginning of this tune. No, Ashley did the drums later in this tune. There's a break. These are break. There's break beats in this tune. Like a, this is the only track that uses like a sample break beats. Which oh, drum machines. Okay, okay, okay. So there's like that, but then Ashley drums over the top too. So there's sure, no sure. drums added later in this track. You know so who used to do that? The first punk band that could sell out the whiskey, the Screamers. KK would play with a drum machine. I mean, he had a trap oh. kit, and then the drum machine was going right with him. <laughs> or he was wow. going with them. I, I don't know which way. Okay, okay. That's cool. that, that, yeah. that that's You know, in a way, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, remember we were talking at the beginning of the show about one-man bands usually go drums first. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what about Heaven and Blackwater? That's, that is, that's like this. Uh, the first, uh, all the things that you thought, all the things you thought you know, knew... Uh, what is it? What's the lyric? Yeah. Um, this is like the, the, it's, it's like the Bardo again. It's like the five minutes after first five minutes after death. And you're looking at things, a procession of objects. And yeah, all the things you thought you knew arranged as objects on a table in front of you. All the facts you confused with your life moving past you in procession for the last time, and it was it was trying to write something about this idea of imagining this immediate sensation of 
of after death. And that's um, what and, and, then, and the what the music spoke to you to bring this out. Yeah. Okay. Totally. That's exactly where it comes okay, from. Okay, yeah. okay, so okay. Now I got start, it. That started with the synth part, like the beginning synth part. The and then the the lyrics come out come out after that. I don't know. Maybe the bass line, that synth part, then the bass line, then the then the vo- vocal parts land from somewhere. And I don't know where they just land. They just come in. They they just come. You know, over the scope of the whole album, all the tracks. Yeah different ways it was dealt with uh, the, uh, the order of the way uh, which cat came on board yeah well, di- different yeah that's what i'm saying the like uh, it was it wasn't like an assembly line each 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 tune was its own world mm. yeah absolutely that that and that was something we were talking that was something we did talk about at the time was that you know we were we, we we kind of wanted to make a, a record where a lot of the where all the tracks had their own character character you know they were yeah well I, I mentioned that because listening to it they do they have different mixes they have different sounds different dynamics mm. yeah. which is okay you know some people think ah you know it's supposed to be one record you know but uh, so records are collections of tunes. Yeah, and we're also, you know, collect- as people, we're also collections of experiences, and I think that that's something yeah, we wanted point. to convey, you know, and within a life there are always ups and downs and there's things that are dark and things that are funny, right. and I think that that's something we wanted to try and reflect through the record a bit sure, as sure. well, these sure. different kind of moods. And we, we, you know, we also, I should say that we also had two, we had two extra guest players on this record who are incredible horn players, um, Kelly Pratt and Eve Essex, and they came in at kind of at later stages. We'd send them like a more complete version of the track. We talked to them about kind of expanding the sound and making it fuller with, you know, some of their contributions. And, you know, they wrote some amazing parts that really kind of glued things together towards the end. But, you know, they oh, brought their they, own. They did their own arrangements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's bitching. See, yeah. Yeah. that's the most righteous thing a music cat can do for another music cat. It's it to really bring is. music. It really is. Key. It's fucking happening. Look, I want to play you in the face of a new science. It was just a prototype, smaller than life. Well, that was our intention. Modify the archetype and short the dimension. This was at the beginning of the change in the weather. No one told us relativity. Was becoming untethered. Flowers in the shape of the robes that she gave you to keep the new powers at bay. Showers in the shade of the things that fall out of you. A family is leaving today. Uh, 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 uh,
this time to that time, this is what we came up with, basically. Do you know what, I mean? what do you mean? Like, yeah. like di- diary entry? I mean, I, I don't see. know. Yeah. But they kind of, in a way, it's like what we fucking came up with from this point to this point. They're like, right, fuck it. We got an album. And everything after that point's for the next one. Ah. Yeah, there's a, there's a pool of work, you know, like there's, sure. th- you know, if there's, t- if there's 12 tracks on the album, there's 35, 40 tracks, but that doesn't mean that the other ones are not going to be on the next album or they're not, they're just, it's just like, there's a moment where it feels like, oh, hang on, these, this set feel like a, they would work really well together, you know, or they've come together in a particular way. Well, you know? well what was, was that the case with the first record or are there some tunes on this second record from the first batch? Well, the 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 in, the one that I was saying that Ashley drummed on first, the interstate ones. He put those drums down when he was here in LA with me when he was putting the drums down for the second album. Okay, so this, okay. this um, yeah, so that 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 would have been you know some some stuff. He we would just improvise some ideas, uh, and then they would you know then that. So there's no, so that becomes the beginning of the next album, not consciously, but that's just the way you know. Yeah, that, sure, that, it worked that, out. Yeah, let me tell the people what they just heard. Start off the chunk. Last music for this edition, people. God and Hackney with In the Face of New Science. Then Phil Venable with Bass Work Number 1 on North Carolina. Ben Shemmy, The Tower, Part 2. Finally, God and Hackney, Interstate 5. I-5, people, is a big uh, freeway out west here that connects Cali with Oregon and Washington State. In fact, I-5 tour, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, This next tour I'm going to do, I'm going to actually break it up into two things. Because that fucking Rocky Mountains is kicking my ass at 65 years old. So, yeah, so I'm going to try <laughs> two chunks, two chunks of the country. So, uh, it, well, we, you just uh, illuminated that uh, Interstate 5 with uh, Ashley and stuff. But what about in the face of a new science? <clears throat> that was, uh, well, my my wife got me an upright piano for my, for my birthday. And then the, the first thing that I did with it was just start putting down that ding a ding 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 the piano part. Um, and then, so the piano part came first, um, and then I think the bass part, and then I think the lyrics all kind of came out, and there were this kind of weird sci-fi, like e- ecological kind of disaster scenario or something. You know, they say like dystopia. Some scientist fucking Right, dystopia, <laughs> right? Yeah, totally, totally. The other like side some of the utopia. nightmare where somebody's tried to do something and they fuck the whole world up. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, yeah, that that, and then so it became this quite moody cinematic track. And I think you know, then you know, Dan and Andy contributed, and then it just kind of grew into this thing, right? I mean, and Dan, you put down those uh, like what are they like vibraphone parts, right? Which yeah, I sort of those, those kind of descending vibraphone parts, yeah. and then. Andy and I did the the backing vocals. I mean, I almost was thinking of it like a sea shanty when we first did it, weirdly. (laughs) Turn things inside out, turn things inside out bit. Um, But, you know, that's kind of was the, the, those were our contributions. And then we got Kelly Pratt in, who did the horn arrangements on it, which just turned it into like a fucking epic Ennio Morricone, you know. Yeah, it takes off. Take off. Sure, sure. Well, you really know, we, we've been through, you know, one tune we didn't talk about was In This Room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and Red Star. Oh, yeah. 
Red Star, that was one that um, that that we worked really hard with closely with Eve Essex on that. She's an incredible saxophone player and composer that I know here in New York, and I've played her, with her in some other bands. Incredible improviser and uh, composer. And what happened was Nathaniel's daughter had a dream about Mars falling out of the sky into her hands, which Nathaniel wrote into a lyric. And then I took that lyric and I wrote the kind of a top line melody. And then I gave that to Eve and she did the arrangements with the sax and she laid down the vocal initially just as a kind of a guide track, but it was so great, her singing on it, that, you know, we, we just decided to keep that as it was. And it's just, you know, that felt like a really beautiful sort of like, you know, passing passing the the song on to the next person to see what they did with it and passing yeah. it on and passing around until it comes back. That was uh, that was Red Star. That's one of my favorite songs on the on the album. Maybe Nathaniel, do you want to talk about in this room? Yeah, in this room was just a really a sort of direct emotional expression. I think like it was kind of um, just finding these piano chords that I felt I felt a kind of connection to, and then writing these lyrics about um, some kind of sort of alienation on online alionation. I think like the idea of people thinking they're part of a community but becoming isolated can, or something. Can I you know, say? Like this, can I say the, the room being either like a metaphor for the internet or a chat room or some kind of form of mediated separation? I think. Well, can, you know. can I see a man's name? Please, Brian Wilson. Oh man, that's amazing! Right in my Thanks. room. Right. Because that's what I thought of when I heard. That's but I think I think I, I think it's exactly what you're talking about in a weird, you know. Yeah, sure, he was in the '60s. I had not. I was totally. I hadn't thought of that at all. That's really interesting. That's really. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe yeah, not yeah. as far as the sandbox, but. Yeah, lost in the digital sandbox. But in a way, right? Because that's a, that's the thing about music and the arts. It can bridge them fucking gaps at times. Puts in mm. there. Because mm. there's a lot of shared experience and stuff and, and trips. We've talked about all the tunes, but is there other stuff any of you guys want to talk about the record? Um, Nathaniel's wife, Tala Madani, made a. Well, we got one of her. She's a painter, and um, she's done the image that's on the cover of the record, which is like an amazing, amazing kind of uh, takeoff of like a mid century. Morris Lewis abstract painting, but with these like male figures put in it, and it looks really, really awesome. Um, to give her props for that, I think. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. She probably had to witness all kinds of hearing it and its making, right? Well, yeah, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's an no, it's an interesting perspective. Uh, yeah. and uh, is there a website people can go to on the internet and find this new album? Yeah, you can um, find it on our Bandcamp, um, which is just uh, thegodinhackney.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and, and it's part of our, our Junior Rasburn Records Bandcamp, which is the label we, we put a bunch of stuff out on. But that, that's the place to get it. That would be awesome. They could go to T-H-E-G-O-D-I-N-H-A-C-K-N-E-Y.bandcamp.com. That's the one. Okay. And... Uh, What's the plan? Already thinking the number three? Yeah. 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 Well, I know you guys got a lot of extra stuff from this number two. I think we're writing more stuff, yeah. There's the best part of another album there already, but then we're also like, we wanted to 
do more sessions together too to for to switch it up a little bit. So I mean, I, I yeah, there there's 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 uh. Now, how are you going to do but, that? They're going to come here to SoCal, or are you going to go to England? Yeah, I think we we need to get everybody over here to SoCal. I think also we need to go to England too, and and oh, um, let's make it California, please. Let's make look, it. Look, look, please. There's a yeah. P, uh, studio here in Pedro, thirty-two track Pro Tools HD that me and the second man, organ man, Pizzo built. Man, you guys can come here and record for free. No, oh, man, that's so kind oh, of you. So, oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. And it's good sound. He just built an echo chamber for it and shit. So I'm just putting it out there. I'm also putting out an invite. As soon as you get this third record done, please come back on the show. Let's play it and talk about it. Oh, Mike, thank you. That's really good. Absolutely love to. Love to. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we feel the same about you, obviously. Thank you, Mike. Right back. Right back. Brothers, thank you so much. People, it's been the April 27th, 2023 edition of the WAP Pedro Show. Keep your. Powder dry.